Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Well, good morning. How are you doing? I am good. Uh, to everyone out there, you've reached Reflecting Back with Michelle podcast. And I am live with Guy Keener, owner of Springfield Akai Bowl. And he has graciously um, joined me this morning. And he's going to just tell about his life's journey up until owning um, the couple establishments that we're going to get into. Um, Guy, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah. yeah it's, I woke up. That's half the battle. Hey, on the right side of the bed, right? Yes, that's absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> when my husband wakes up grumpy, I'm like, go to the other side and, and try that side and see if <laughs> see if that's the right side of the bed. <laughs> there you go. Um, so tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your life. And let's kind of start off with the corporate America side before you even had a dream about starting your own business. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty easy. Uh, in my 30s, I, I started working for AT&T. I was there about 20 years. Yeah, looking back, I could kind of see where God guided me where I needed to be rather than where I wanted to be. We lived just south of Memphis. When I first looked at, at going to work for AT&T, I thought, well, Memphis is where I want to be. Obviously, that's where, you know, you would go to work. And, and why, why was that obvious? Because that's the big city. That's where all the people are. That's where, you know, you'd want to, you assume that's where you go to work at. I see. However, uh, at the time, Tunica, which is a big gambling establishment, a uh, big gambling area, is just south of Memphis in Mississippi. They also needed people to work for AT&T. And they made me a, a, a much better offer down there than they would in Memphis. So I went down there to work. And... Uh, I had no idea what I was getting into. You know, it's like anytime you go to work at a new company, it's like they, they throw all these different job titles, etc., at you. And you're going, great. I don't know what they mean, but okay. You're right. So, uh, so I started out with AT&T as a facility tech. And how long were you in, uh, in that role? Um, I was probably there the last 14 years of, of AT&T. Okay. So is that the only job that you had? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, we had a car lot before that. I was in the military before that. Oh no, I worked at a car, a car lot before that. And then I was in the military. Um, before before we came up here, I had a food truck um, that I was running. Really? Uh, in when I was working at AT and T, mm -hmm. uh, did that. So you did so, that on the weekends, your food truck? Um, actually, I started it on the weekends and it grew to the point where I had to hire a couple of guys to run it during the week, but they'd run it during the week and then we'd have nighttime stuff we'd go do and then we did weekend stuff. It just, it just yeah. exploded. And so I how still, did you get in the food truck business? Back then, all these, all these corporations, including AT&T, were always talking about layoffs. You know, mm -hmm. oh man, mm -hmm. we're, you know, we're going to lay off, we're going to lay off. Sure. I, I had 20 years service and I was the low man on the totem pole. So with, with 20 years service and being low man on the totem pole, I needed to have an exit strategy or a, a strategy just in case something ever happened. So I thought I looked into a lot of franchises. I looked into just something else to do on the side. And I came across this, um, it's, it's a photo it's online and you could look it up. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the $1 grilled cheese truck. 
So I thought, well, hey, that's what I'll do. I'll do like a dollar grilled cheese. You can make uh -huh. money doing that, but you got to sell a lot of them. Uh -huh. Well, we tried. Didn't work. Didn't <laughs> so no, it didn't work. So we. And, uh, so and why didn't it work? Because it wasn't enough profit. Okay. At, at a dollar, you you really sure. you, you it would might have been been good if you were at a festival selling a thousand of them, but mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. to just do, um, to go do events, you, you just couldn't make any money. Mm -hmm. So sure. uh, so we changed it to the two dollar grilled cheese truck, okay. and that that worked great. Okay. So we actually sold grilled cheese for two dollars. Uh, we had a ham and cheese, a turkey and cheese, a bologna and cheese for mm. three bucks. Yeah. We did um, uh, a five dollar deal where you got any of those sandwiches, a bag of chips, and a, a drink for five bucks. Um, and then obviously we had other stuff. We had mm -hmm. uh, Philly cheese steaks and uh, hot dogs and brats and and things like that too wow. to actually make a little bit of money. Yeah. But uh, now that was before the boom of the food truck, right? that was yeah that yeah. was that was well because right now they're yeah. everywhere yeah that was that was about when it was starting to mm -hmm. really go um, okay and and like i said i still get calls today two years later saying hey look can can we use your truck you know it's like look i've, I've been closed for years <laughs> so when you bought the truck was it already ready and ready to go or did you have to customize it to be a food truck no, we actually, like I said, we were down in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. So I looked for a food truck for a long time. We actually came to Springfield to buy one. Okay. Um, and then took it down to Mississippi and ran it. Mm -hmm. uh, that was already done. I mean, you just had to put your equipment in there. So I had to get the griddle and fridges mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But it was already set up with sinks and, and all that. And then we added a lot to it. But but yeah, it was, it was great. We had a good time doing that. That sounds fun. So that was my first experience with... Uh, food sales okay and it was it was a good time yeah. and why did it end because we moved my my brother i tried to get him to come down here and he said oh i did some research and they say crime is really high i'm like what crime i don't yeah. see any crime right we're talking about springfield missouri as compared to like <laughs> st louis and chicago i think we're like up there supposedly but no, yeah i don't yeah, I, I don't get that either i don't know but, if it's just I don't know. I mean, I I'm not going to tell my age, but I've been I'm I'm up there as well, and I don't run into knock on wood. Praise Jesus! I don't know what you want to do. I'm afraid I'm jinxing myself now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to Walmart and get mugged or something. But <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. I, yeah. I just yeah, I just don't see it, and and I'm with you. I I we travel. I go downtown. We you know we go all over this area, and it's 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 clean. The people are. Great great they you know everybody is super nice and helpful when we moved here i i thought people were trying to sell me something or get something over on me because they're so nice and i was like okay what do you want what do you, do you need a 20 is that what's going on here right. you know but but people are just genuinely wholesome good people and it's so weird to see because it's not your normal America, especially mm -hmm. coming from Memphis. Sure. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. this is crazy. So is is your wife retired at the time or is she currently, was she working when you moved to Springfield? Um, she also was running her own business. She has a, a laser engraving business that she runs. Okay. Um, so she does stuff like, like these cups. Uh, oh, there you go. Like that. Nice. So she, she engraves all this stuff. Okay. And so she, she customizes whatever, you know, on them and, TAK engraving. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I have to say this. So I do not get paid to endorse or 
interview or anything like that on this podcast. It is totally free ministry. Okay, yeah. so you both are in Springfield. Yep. And are you just twiddling your thumbs thinking, okay, what's our next chapter? Okay, so after that, we moved up here and uh, we decided we wanted to travel. We, we always, we like to cruise. We like to goof off. We went on a cruise and then a couple days before Thanksgiving, I said, hey, what are we doing after Thanksgiving? She says, nothing. I said, great. We're leaving on Saturday to go on another 14-day cruise, which turned into a 21-day cruise. Wow. Then we went on another cruise. Then we went to an all-inclusive down in the Dominican Republic. And we went on another cruise. And I'm like, dear, we got to stop this. We got dogs. We, we got we to be home <laughs> occasionally, you know? And so uh, I had some friends down in Mississippi that owned an acai uh, bowl restaurant. And they loved it. And I liked the fact it was clean. There's no oil. There's no grease. So we started looking at, well, there's a need we can fill it so we thought we'd go ahead and start it and so that's what we did um july 15th of 22 we started and opened up uh the springfield acai bowl on republic road okay um the scary thing was when they came and hang the hung the sign up mm -hmm. the guys that hung the sign said oh another chinese restaurant I'm oh like, no yeah i'm like oh great oh, so maybe no. the midwest is not the most <laughs> the best place to put this thing <laughs> oh no but but we were really blessed and it was uh it was a phenomenal opening let's talk about that so you said that you opened the springfield missouri one location first support from the community mm. was great people uh people were lined up out the door they were parking on Republic Road, which they shouldn't have been, which is really bad. Mm -hmm. um, we had no idea. It was just uh, Teresa yeah. and I running things. We had no help because we expected it to be a nice, soft opening sure. and slow and, and gradually build. Mm -hmm. And that's not what happened. Tell us about the experience of the first time opening the door. Okay. So we opened the door and the morning was kind of slow. I mean, it was the morning. People were still going to work and all mm -hmm. that. I'd say about 10 o'clock, things started getting crazy and people started getting in line and and we just couldn't keep up. Mm. So Teresa and I, we're- Was it just you and Teresa? Just Teresa and I. Okay. That was just the two no of us. Staff. Right? Just no staff. No staff, okay. just us. We didn't right. expect anything big and it started getting crazy and we couldn't keep up. She's taking orders and topping and, and checking people out and I'm building bowls as fast as we can. And, and it's all new to us too, because sure. we just opened, you know? So we're, we had the concept down, we had, you know, the flow down, but we didn't have the, um, the skills down, mm -hmm. you know? Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, now, was there training that you had to attend and get certified or is this a know, franchise? It is not. Okay. Not anymore. Or not yet. Okay. Right. Not <laughs> yet, Maybe yet. eventually will be. Sure. But uh, no, so we, uh, there was no training um, okay. again. So we were just kind of. Okay. Just I, winging I, it. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'd been in the food industry. We knew how it, we worked it on the truck. I knew mm -hmm. speed was important. I, you know, I had the basics down, mm -hmm. but we didn't have the skills of rep repetition. Mm -hmm. um, when somebody came in and said, hey, I want a real bowl. It was like, mm -hmm. okay, what is on a real bowl? How do I do? Okay. Then they, I want a Brazil. Okay. Now what's on the Brazil? What, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so sure. for our listeners right now, that doesn't know what it is. So tell us a little bit, what is, what's the name mean? Um, the meaning behind it? Um, why would we want to come to your establishment? Oh, don't do that. 
Oh, it's terrible. Tell us. Tell us, guys. Why do you, why, why, why do you want to come visit? Besides, um, you're awesome. Besides that. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. yeah, there's that. But <laughs> Okay. The bowls are, are really, really healthy for you. The bases we use are, are 100% fruit, a um, little bit of water, and some organic cane sugar. Uh, so there's nothing unnatural in them at all. Then we use 100% fresh fruit. We don't use any frozen strawberries or blueberries or nothing. Like everything is fresh. We buy fruit almost daily. Uh, then the toppings we use are, are all gluten-free. Um, yeah, they're all gluten-free. Uh, so even our uh, granola is gluten-free, which is a big deal for a lot of folks. They don't want mm -hmm. that gluten in there. Um, and we do have a lot of great toppings ton of antioxidants in there there's 10 times more than a blueberry mm, okay. so it's super good for you it's good for your mm. brain function your digestive system it supposedly helps you lose weight i myself i you know i eat it all the time but i ain't gonna say i eat so much i'm losing weight i don't know how that works if you eat you lose weight i don't you know i don't get that right. supposedly that's what they say okay. uh <laughs> but it's, it's great for um all sorts of things because of all the antioxidants in it uh, so what happened is the surfers would go down to Brazil and surf because they got some really gnarly waves, dude, you know, <laughs> and, uh, they took, and they loved this stuff. They're like, this stuff is great. So when they went back to California, they took it with them. They said, look, we're going to have to figure out how to get this up here. So it started back in California in the nineties. Okay. Um, and then the surfers would go to Hawaii uh, or Florida and surf. And so the next couple of places that got it were Hawaii and Florida. And so everywhere that the surfers went, um, that's where people would be able to get acai bowls. And then it just kind of grew into the States. Now, if you're into jiu-jitsu, you'll hear a different story. The story there is that jiu-jitsu came out of Brazil. And so the people that do jiu-jitsu in the States at every match have an acai bowl uh, place to eat at all the jiu-jitsu uh, tournaments. And they're like, yeah, because it's a Brazilian thing. So the guys that do jiu-jitsu brought it up. But but the articles I've read, and I wasn't there for either of it, I'll say it's the surfers. But it could be from either, and that's fine. It's, it's a really good, healthy, um, healthy breakfast, lunch, snack. Nice. Uh, so tell us a little bit. What, what am I seeing here? What are the three options that are on the screen right now? Okay. I would say that the first one with the acai in the background uh, on the left is going to be a Bahamas. So that's a coconut base with uh, granola, pineapple, chocolate chips, Nutella. And uh, it's a super popular bowl. A lot of people like it because the coconut mm. pineapple is kind of like a pina colada. Mm -hmm. um, if you Sounds do good. like that flavor, we also have a blue cream that is a, it's a blue base and it is coconut pineapple put together in the base. So okay. it's already got that flavor. Middle one looks like it's going to be a uh, Cuba. So that's our dragon fruit base. Again, it's got granola on it. Uh, bananas, strawberries, and pineapple with mm. almonds, coconut, and honey. Okay. The I'm getting hungry third, here. Yeah. Uh, the third one almost looks like, 
I don't know which one that would be. Maybe a build a bowl. So that's a nice thing too. If you don't like one of our options, you can always build your own. Okay. And you can say, hey, I want the peanut butter base. I want actually that is that's a that's a buildable because I can see two bases on. It looks like somebody put a coconut and something else. Probably one of the things the girls were playing with. Uh, they, they do that all the time. They they develop some really neat recipes, and I love it because I don't have to. Uh, <laughs> exactly, it's <laughs> great. <that's> great. <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, it, if you don't like what the options are, you just go in and say, hey, look, I want to do this base. I want to do these fruit toppings. I want to do these other toppings on top of that. And we put it together for you right there. Nice. So you said girls. So I assume that you have staff now. It's I just have, not, okay, oh, I have lots of staff. And, and okay. I can't find a guy to work for me. I tell you what, I don't know what it is. They're all scared of me or something. Hey, there's but, a plug <laughs> if you're looking for a job right there. <laughs> yeah, all, all the ladies, though, are great. We have a ton yeah. of great ladies working for us. A lot of people would be like, what? what? Are you crazy? You just retired. You're supposed to be out gallivanting around doing your little cruise thing. Walk me through that. And um, and are you ha are you happy doing what you're doing? Well, you know, I was running a food truck while I worked at AT&T. Yeah. Always got something going on. And mm -hmm. she knew there's no way I'm going to retire and just sit here. You know, right. I'm not right. going to do that. Absolutely love it. I love the people. I love dealing so with great. folks. Uh, I love the fact that I can mess with them because I can't get fired. Um, that's true. That's, yeah, that's a know, good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So you have your Springfield location and then you decide, hey, I want to open another store because, you know, I'm not busy enough. And yeah. and uh, let's let's do this, Teresa. <laughs> what, yeah. what does she think about that? Oh, she did not like that idea at all. <laughs> 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 and i keep telling her i want 10 you know oh like, gosh yeah yeah that's yeah i just like oh my <laughs> no we're not doing 10. Yeah. Um, maybe that's where franchise comes in and you just yeah. get the residuals from the franchise well tell uh, us about the ozark location so yeah so um we decided we wanted a second location and we wanted it to be down in ozark uh, again we're just really blessed to have the location we have we're across from Lambert's in the Bullseye Strip Mall. Okay, there. let me pause there. I need to say I do not get paid. Yeah. <laughs> nor I do, I do not get any residuals for um, talking about any business or affiliates. So just yeah. I have to put that out there. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no worries. It's just mm -hmm. it's just a location. Everybody knows where that's at. Yes. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So we're right right across there in that Bullseye parking lot. Um, so that's where you can find us and it's a super great location it's right off the interstate it's super easy to get to in fact i've got customers that go to our springfield location that say because they're doing all that construction on republic road right now they go to the ozark one ozark. just because it's so much easier to get into they're like it's right here it's right off the interstate i can get here faster and easier than i can fight the springfield traffic so that's been really good location uh we i did a lot of learning on that one um, we were hoping to open up by July 1st, but there was a lot in there. It used to be a check cashing place. So I actually had to go in, we had to get an architect to draw everything up. Uh, I did most of the work. So I got to learn how to use a jackhammer, which I'd never done before. I learned how to use a concrete saw. Wow. Um, I did the framing, the electrical, did, I mean, all sorts of stuff. I didn't do any plumbing. Thank goodness. I am yeah. not a plumber. Right. right. <laughs> but, but I made the holes for them. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it was it was a great learning experience. We did a lot of fun stuff in there. 
and it turned out beautiful. Um, Teresa and her sister decorate both of the shops. They they come in and they do, yeah, Mm -hmm. they they do all the the decorations and the pictures and and they set up all of that, Mm -hmm. which is good because I have zero imagination when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, But yeah, so we opened up. When was that? Um, August fifteenth. Okay. I think yeah. So we're about a month and a half, uh, month and a half late, but it worked out. So now we're open there. Yes. I mean, it's a super great location. I mean, that gas station's very, very busy. So how did you find that location? So we, um, we actually were driving by and we saw it. We're like, how is this open? You know, I mean, this is a great location. Why is this one spot? I got that. You know, it it was, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when we, we went to, to try and lease it, uh, they came back and they said, yep, you know, we can, we'll lease the property to you. And then he told me, he said, uh, we have turned down a ton of businesses for mm. this place because either they were not the right fit, there were competition, or we just didn't want what they were selling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, we don't want that in our, our establishment. Um, and he said, he said, I think you guys will be a really good fit. And it has been, it's been a really good fit uh up there so far so um again they were just they were waiting for the right people we just happened to be the right people which worked out good for for everybody are now are you kind of content now or are you looking for the third location um i'm actually looking at doing a uh a food trailer to okay. uh do festivals and, and get the word out a little bit even farther mm-hmm. so we can go do other other events let's talk about your hours okay so we're open uh, seven in the morning till six p.m. Monday through Friday. Okay. Saturdays and Sundays we're open. Uh, Saturday we open at eight to four, and Sundays ten to four. Gives you a chance to go to service, and then you can come and get a bowl after service. One thing that I like to do, guy, is words of wisdom. What words of wisdom do you have for anybody that's listening? Oh, okay. Uh, I did tell this to one of the young ladies that worked there the other day. She's like, "Got any dating advice?" I said. <laughs> Don't ever go out with a guy that won't hold the door for you. That was mm. pretty good words of wisdom. <laughs> that, that is good words of wisdom. We young age is when, when I taught them and the middle one, he's engaged. And, oh, nice. you know, she, she likes to open her own doors and stuff like that. And I told her, I said, listen, I worked really, really hard. <laughs> I said, I know you got your own door. <laughs> I said, but please do me a favor and let him open your door. There you go. <laughs> worked really hard to train him. So. That's nice. Yeah. Well, it's it's true though. Mm-hmm. It means that's a big character thing. Words of wisdom. Now, now you give me a moment to think. I'd say don't be scared. If you look at different businesses, small businesses, and like Teresa and I talk about this all the time, whenever we're doing something, we always say, look, we're not the first. You know, somebody's already gone through all of this process. And if you can be the first, that's great. But, you know, like when we were putting our other business together, they said, oh, look, you have to do this and this and this. And it was just a bunch of hurdles. I mean, it was so much stuff that we were just pulling our hair out. And it's like, but calm down. We're not the first. It's going to end. We're going to get through this. And you got to get through it to get to the end result. So times are going to get hard. Things are going to be tough, especially starting out. You just got to put the work in and was there any time that you wanted to give up? You're like, I am not doing this. No, I don't think no, so. Good. I'm, I'm a pretty positive person. Yeah. I don't usually, even when times are bad, it's good. You, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm still alive. I still, I'm still here for a reason. 
So, and maybe that's a word of advice. Also, your attitude, keeping a positive attitude through the storm, that gets you to the other side. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, I want to say thanks for coming on. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Well, thanks. I really appreciate it. And good luck. And um, I'm hoping whomever is watching that you go by and say hi to Guy and Teresa. It was my pleasure um, interviewing you and good luck to all your endeavors. Thank you very much. Have all a right. great day. You too. Bye-bye.